Today, Joe Biden forgets a member of Congress has died. Don Lemon tries to politicize Hurricane Ian, and a Polish politician suggests the United States is behind the Nord Stream pipeline leaks. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, I'm really excited today because we are once again joined by Grant Stinchfield, of course, host of Stinchfield Uncensored. But not only are we joined by Grant, who right. is a good friend of mine, and it's been a while since you've been on the program. Right. We're also joined by Jakub Buyans, Blaze TV contributor yeah. and host of The Bottom Line, who, if you guys have been longtime viewers of the show, you remember that these two were like the original dynamic duo. The band is back together. Yes, I, the band I, is back together. And I w I've been in Africa and the UN, and I came around the corner. I didn't know. Yeah, we didn't tell him. And I'm seeing this guy. It's like I, my lost that? brother. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy. I don't care what we're talking about. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, yeah. It's a reunion. It's, it's uh, good to see you. Well, the feeling is mutual, my friend. I'm really glad that, that both of you guys could make it. And it's going to be a fun one because, uh, boy, have we got some gaffes from Joe Biden to discuss. So earlier today, uh, while thanking members of Congress at a nutrition event, which, by the way, I could just go off on just an, an entire monologue uh, on the show on why the government should not be involved in nutrition, but I'll just save that, okay? Mm -hmm. I'll just put that in the corner for another day. Um, but Joe Biden, at this event, while he was speaking, asked uh, deceased Indiana Representative Jackie Walorski to identify herself. Watch. And I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should, I'm not laughing so, that she's dead because she did die in a very tragic car accident and it was horrible. So Jackie's dead. <laughs> Jackie is she's gone. There. She's not with us anymore, Grant. Oh. I don't know what, like... Where is she? She's in, I, she's in heaven, Joe. I don't. She's with us in spirit. Maybe he could have followed up. <laughs> Sometimes I think they're setting him up, or the joke's on us. Like, is he trying to punk all of us? Because I don't think he's that smart. And then, is there somebody inside his administration that's setting this man up? Because I think he read it off the teleprompter. So somebody. Right. You would yeah, think. It, it, no, I agree with Grant. Why Jackie? Why not? Anybody else? This, uh, how many names? Why? Why? Why, why Jackie? is he saying Jackie? Are Maybe you here? she's the only one who he didn't see in the crowd that he was naming. I don't know. I don't know. But but, but. or this man hears from the dead every day because he's one <laughs> foot there and one foot not. I mean, I don't know. He's got I don't the, understand. Did, did you he's hear? Got the pathway already. I don't connected. know. <laughs> Uh, a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago, he says, he's at an event for a corporate meeting, and he says, uh, it's unfortunate your CEO dropped dead. Yes. He says, it's unfortunate your CEO dropped dead. It's very unfortunate. Yes. Like, who <laughs> dropped dead unexpectedly? Who says that? No, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. yeah, no, it, really, really awkward moment. And I mean, just to, like, to put this into perspective, she didn't die like a very long time ago where maybe he had forgotten. She, it was like less than two months ago. Mm. And his office put out a statement uh, sending his sending his condolences. Jill and I send our you know condolences to her family, 
And you gotta wonder who wrote that and was in on it because he apparently didn't even know that she died. So, of course, uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, who is just the greatest affirmative action failure uh, ever <laughs> to have gotten a job anywhere, she was asked about this particular exchange. Because perhaps a little weird that a right. president of the United States would be asking where a dead congresswoman was. And uh, she just said that the president was just, look, he was just acknowledging Jackie's incredible work. What? So the president was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event so on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue mm -hmm. and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had no. uh, he had already no. uh, planned to welcome the congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming mm -hmm. Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, so, of course, she was on his mind. She was a mm. top of mind mm. uh, for the president. He uh, looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this coming Friday. He said, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. No, I totally understand. I just I just explained she was on top of mind as he was naming folks. He she was on top of mind and he understands and knew that she was he was going to see uh, her family on Friday uh, to, for this bill signing. Uh, again, I don't think it's all that unusual. Oh, it's super unusual. You, 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 let me just help you out, Corinne Jean-Pierre. You do not forget when you know someone died. How often do you forget that a friend or somebody, a, a Congress, a member of your own party, they died? Oh, that's right. He was asking, where are you? As a, he was expecting He literally to said, be, where's where Jackie? Where's but he was on, to, on top of mind. She was on top of mind. Do you think maybe he talks to dead people? Why else would you explain yeah. when he sh shakes the hand of <gasps> nobody there? Maybe You're he right. sees what dead I'm telling people. You. Maybe that's what it maybe is. That's it's what like it the is. But listen sense. to him speaking. I don't know if we have time to play it again, but listen to him speaking prior to me. He doesn't sound alive. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, sound yeah. alive himself. He's like, he's moving through autopilot motions, this man is not well. Yeah, sure, no, okay, let's, let's play it again and see. And I wanna thank all of you here for in including bipartisan elected officials mm -hmm. like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker. Yeah, he clearly is reading that. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, Where's she was Jackie? gonna be here. She's, poor Sorry, Jackie I, is not there. Jackie poor Jackie is, is not there. God rest her soul. No. This is, so, this is so bad. I mean, guys, this is so bad. <laughs> you can't even. And it's not like we don't know this man is not. Well, Jean-Pierre, Jean-Claude Van Damme, she, <laughs> she, uh, she totally does look good. She's done with like trying to defend this. You yeah, can tell yeah, she's yeah. like. Immediately she's like, gosh, dang it, I knew right. this. And then she just, po just keeps digging, yeah. just keeps digging. It's the He's worst like, job in the world, honestly. I mean, part of you doesn't, doesn't part of you feel a little bit sorry for her? For yeah. how, how, how on earth do you go on a stage and defend all of this? The only reason I, I, why I don't feel sorry for her is because she brings so much on herself, too. She sure. doesn't sure. understand what proper messaging is, yeah. but nobody in this administration understands yeah. proper messaging because yeah. the fish rots from the head, and clearly the guy at the head is rotting, as you see right there on stage. He's looking for dead people in the audience. <laughs> but, but, but even she reads everything. She cannot, yeah, she, even, she cannot even hold a press conference yeah. by looking reporters in the eye. Right. She'll look at Ducey because she's mad at him. But, but she, I mean, heck, I told you before, she makes the poor man's peppermint patty look yeah. like a brilliant reporter, which pales 
to McEnany. Right. I mean, where, how far have we fallen? Which, which Stu, Stu Berger, when he was on the show last, his, his little conspiracy theory was that, uh, that this was a Jen Psaki hire, direct hire, to make her look better. <laughs> Because she's like, oh, once these oh, people train hear you, me. Train your replacement yeah, program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, they're going to think I was great in hindsight. Look, no joke. The most confident people want to find people that are even smarter than them mm -hmm. and surround themselves with them. And you'll see presidents that hire people to come in that'll, that can think even better than yeah. they can. Yeah. The people with the least confidence want people around them that are not as smart as them or dumber than them. So they, quote, mm -hmm. look good. And then in the end, the whole organization yep. ends up suffering, yeah, which is just, what we're seeing on display here. Just oh, an yeah. entire circus. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to I want to play just a, you know, a never forget moment. Of course, Florida is currently being hit by Hurricane Ian. It's reaching 155 mile per hour winds, currently a category five hurricane uh, from the latest. Now, Biden reportedly, there, there were reports surfacing, which I completely believe how petty this entire Democrat party is, that he, Biden, was not communicating with Governor DeSantis about the emergency uh, until last night and only after he came under fire in the press because it was being reported that he was communicating with all of these mayors, but he didn't have the balls to actually communicate with Governor DeSantis. Uh, but Biden might, I don't know, he might have some other vice for, advice for Floridians because uh, in August of 2021, Biden actually urged Floridians to get vaccinated to prepare for hurricane season, watch. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated <laughs> now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. Have you not seen this? So you guys are laughing. <laughs> but have you not seen the studies that in areas that are highly unvaccinated, mm -hmm. wind speeds pick up? <laughs> Coastal flooding seems to be worse among the unvaccinated. This is, you haven't seen these studies. No, I no. haven't, Grant. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we have a hurricane vaccine? That's pretty cool. I had no idea that we could stop hurricanes. That's what it sounded like. Go get your vaccine for a hurricane. I guess the same evil spirit that drove the corona is driving the hurricanes. And if you're vaccinated, it will bow to you or something. It's insanity. Look, it's, it's anything to sell the narrative. Anything. And unfortunately, the joke is on us. You said earlier, maybe the joke is on us. The joke is on the American people. Because for decades, we've been duped by this party. The black community have been duped by this party. Mm -hmm. That no, no, Margaret Sanger is really for you. It's a good thing. No, we're not. This is not a genocide, you know, eugenics program. You know, they've been duping America and they're so bold now. Why would they, why would they not try at least, Sarah, to tell you, you know what? Mm -hmm. Just get vaccinated. Your windows won't blow out. <laughs> there will be no flooding. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to be you're going to be money. Just get vaccinated. Just get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, you might die from the hurricane, but it could be worse if you weren't vaccinated upon death, which is which is something we learned during the height of covid was that someone died and they were like they were vaccinated and their family said, well, it could have been worse. Do you think covid <laughs> is spinning in the eye wall? Like, is that why? It, Maybe. The COVID oh, it's a COVID vaccine. You know, like when I see these people walking down the streets with their stupid masks on as if they're being chased <laughs> yes. by the COVID virus down yeah. the street. That must be what it is. Yeah. Well, we all know COVID is a very, very intelligent 
uh, virus. So I want to I want to keep on this hurricane for a second because we're talking about politicizing literally everything. Uh, they're trying to tell you to go get a vaccine in the middle of a hurricane. And uh, last night, Don Lemon had uh, Jamie Rome. This is the acting director of the National Hurricane Center on his program while it still lasts. Because remember, he's being demoted and being moved to share a, a slot in the morning. But um, he tried to get this particular uh, acting director to link Hurricane Ian to climate change because, as we know, anything that we don't like is now linked to climate change, whether or not it makes sense. And uh, <laughs> Jamie Rome was not having any of it. Watch. Can you tell us what this is and what effect climate change has on this phenomenon? Well, we can come back and talk about climate change at a later time. I want to focus on the here and now. We think the rapid intensification is probably almost done. There could be a little bit more intensification as it's still over the warm waters of the uh, eastern Gulf of Mexico. But I don't think we're going to get any more rapid intensification. If you look here, you can actually see, pretty interesting for your viewers, you can actually see a second eye wall forming around the inner eye wall. And that's basically the second eye wall has overtaken the original eyewall and that should arrest development uh, so listen I just I'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change but what what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that that is happening now because it seems these storms are intensifying that's the question here. I don't think you can link climate change to any one event okay. On the whole, on the cumulative, uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse, uh, but uh, to link it to any one event, um, I, I would caution against that. Yeah, you would have yeah. thought that he would have learned his lesson, what was it, last week, a couple weeks ago, when he got schooled by uh, uh, the, uh, the correspondent over in the UK who was like, actually, you want to talk about slavery, let's talk about slavery, right. let's talk about where slavery right. originated. You would think that he would learn to shut his mouth instead of continuing to prod when that guy clearly was having none of it, but I guess that's why he's being moved to the Do mornings. you notice he said maybe linked? He didn't say it is linked, mm -hmm. no. maybe linked, because most honest scientists say they cannot make a conclusion whether climate change is man-made or not. And, and may I point out, too, the temperature right now in Florida is 71 degrees, 72 degrees. It's, it's not hot in Florida. Uh -huh. this, and this storm is getting... So if the heat is supposed to somehow make these stronger, well, it's a cool day in Florida. Yeah, it's just like everything. Uh, uh, earthquakes are because of climate change. Hurricanes yeah. are because of climate right. change. All of these, all of these natural events that have always taken place yeah. are now because of climate well, change. Well, no, but Don just called it a phenomenon. <laughs> he called Ivan a phenomenon. Yeah. So I guess Katrina never happened. No. We, we hadn't had any of these before. Not in his lifetime. This is a phenomenon. What's happening here with Don is he's overcompensating. He lost his gig. He's, he's, and he's overplaying his hand week after week now in a row with the slavery thing and now this thing because he's overcompensating. He's trying to prove his worth. Don, you have none. <laughs> it, it, that's been established a long time ago. So you don't think I've been overcompensating since I lost my gig at eight o'clock on news? <laughs> no, uh, no, no. D different, different reason for losing a gig. When a guy lays down the law like a sheriff in town and he brings the truth like you do, uh, some people you, just can't handle the truth. They can't handle the okay? truth. That's what it was. This is not Don Lamont. Okay, <laughs> no. It's by the way, underperformance. By the way, Amy Klobuchar says, uh, you know, that the the hurricane is why Democrats have to win in the midterm. So I guess the Democrats are now campaigning on, on hurricanes. Hurricane. They will stop just erasing the hurricanes. hurricanes. Yeah. The phenomenon. They're just going to stop the phenomenon of hurricanes. They're going to line up all the Democratic congressmen and women in a line and stand firm and stop the hurricane. Yeah.
Well, I got maybe they, gonna, they, they will be on the miss, front lines. They're yeah. going to miss the COVID vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> missed it. Yeah. The hurricane yeah. vaccine, I think. Um, all right, we've got to take a, a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, our sponsor, Birch Gold. So uh, last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. I'm not kidding. Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. So you think that couldn't happen again? I don't know. Maybe you're not paying attention, but if it did, are your savings protected? You've got to own something that has never been valued at zero. That is gold. This has historically been gold and silver, your best hedge against inflation, which is uh, it's not looking so good right now under Joe Biden. You've got to diversify your savings. Birch Gold can help you do that. They will help you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. And if you have a 401k or an IRA that is underperforming, which... You're paying attention. Most of them are right now. You got to text the word Y to 989898. They will send you a free no obligation info kit on how to transfer all of that diversifying into gold tax free. That is the word Y to 989898. Yesterday, uh, some mysterious leaks were detected in the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines, which connect Russia and Germany. Uh, the EU's foreign policy chief, Borrell, said the leaks were the result of a, quote, deliberate act. Uh, he also said any deliberate disruption of European energy infrastructure is utterly unacceptable and will be met with a robust and united response. Uh, for what it's worth... I don't know how much it's worth. Former CIA director John Brennan told CNN he believes the leaks were a result of sabotage by Russia. And, of course, a spokesperson from the Kremlin uh, dismissed suggestions that Russia could be behind the leaks as, quote, quite predictable and also predictably stupid. Uh, to go along with that, because a lot of people, and I want to get your thoughts, gentlemen, on what you think is going on, um, because there are obviously a lot of... Uh, educated guesses, I would say, as to who would do it and what they would gain from doing this, which, by the way, uh, the first leak that happened, people were kind of like, what is this? Was this an accident? And then the second one uh, occurred mm -hmm. on the other pipeline and they decided, oh, OK, we see that this was intentional. Uh, but a Polish politician, Radoslaw Sikorski, tweeted a photo of the Nord Stream leaks and said, thank you, USA of course, suggesting that the United States was behind the leaks. He also said, by the way, there's no shortage of pipeline capacity for taking gas from Russia to Western Europe, including Germany. Nord Stream's only logic was for Putin to be able to blackmail or wage war on Eastern Europe with impunity. What say you guys? Well, so you have three suspects in this. You've got Russia, you actually have the United States, and you have Ukraine, if they send somebody. Th those are your three suspects. Uh, look, I, I know I'll get heat for agreeing with a former Democrat you know, advisor, but Russia probably would be my prime suspect. I don't put it anything past them, but I don't put anything past Ukraine either. So when I look at this conflict, I think to myself, you've got two really bad actors. Yep. You know, they, they now say that Ukraine, and we're to look at them as this giant victim status, certainly Putin didn't have a right to invade Ukraine. But what Ukraine has done as well, the amount of money that we're sending there, Ukraine is the most corrupt country in the nation. I would not put it past Ukraine to have gone and done that to try to debilitate what looks what they look at as their enemy as Russia uh, as well. So you've got three actors. There's no way I'm going to know who actually did it, but it could be any one of those three. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's Europe, though. I don't think Germany or you could say maybe a terrorist attack, but even a terror attack, that doesn't make any sense yeah. for them to go hurt Russia. No, yeah. Nothing nothing to gain for them there. Europe is already energy dependent 
you know, and so, no. I, I ha- when I saw this, the feeling I got, and look, today, if you talk about the, the Biden administration, you might as well be talking about China because they're in cahoots, right? I think this is a, a group, a cell, operating on behalf of a nation, right? It's, it's one of those things. And I, I want to throw a fourth player in here. I want to throw China in mm. here because mm-hmm. China signed a 30-year gas deal with Putin. China's bankrolling Putin. Nobody wanted to talk about this, but they signed a Putin is floating high because China's funding them. And to create unrest in that area, to blame someone else, that I could see China or Russia to have that tactic. The argument for Ukraine doing it is to, is, is to further be victimized and point the finger and go, look, they're all coming for us. They're ganging up against us. But it's one of those three for me. Mm-hmm. It's either Russia... China or the Ukraine or the Russia-China combo, I mean, they're basically one head. I mean, they're basically operating together in energy. Well, um, as people were talking about this, trying to make sense of it, uh, a clip from February of this year kind of resurfaced as Russia uh, was starting to gear up to invade Ukraine. Uh, Joe Biden told reporters that if Russia invaded Ukraine, there would be what he said, there would be no more Nord Stream 2. Watch. There will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. What do you, what? How will you how will you do that? Exactly, <laughs> since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Obviously, uh, it, well, but I mean, obviously, if the United States did it, this, that would be an act of war. So it's hard mm-hmm. to believe. Joe Biden says a lot of things, especially when he's off script, that mm-hmm. his handlers later on go, oh, gosh, you shouldn't have said that. And then, uh, you, for instance, the pandemic is over. The next morning, we get messaging from the White House that says, no, 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 that's not really what, the pandemic isn't over. That's not what he meant. He's constantly saying things, and then they're having to correct him. But I, you know, it doesn't help that that video is out there now. Look, I could jump on Joe Biden here pretty easily. I do believe he was most likely talking about the completion of it, and he would work with Europe to stop the completion yeah. of it instead yeah, of giving meant, U.S. go. I don't think no. he meant bombing it. No. Um, I threw U.S. in there as a possible suspect because you have to look at mm-hmm. all suspects. Mm-hmm. And if the U.S. was really going to take out, they probably would have done a better job right. than just some leaks. Right, right. Um, you but, would hope. But, but this is the Biden administration, so who knows? Exactly. They botch everything. <laughs> right, so, right. You know, when the crazy man talks a lot, right? You'd never know when he's actually, when some of the crazy is truthful. Yeah. And that's part of the tactic as well. Just let the crazy man babble because, and we just put it out there. I, again, I'll say this, whether it is initiated by the U.S. or not, or Russia or China, I think it's a group that you'll never know who it is that operates off book, black op, off record, mm-hmm. under the guise, in the direction of... The three-headed monster, meaning Joe Biden, China, and Russia. And, and it doesn't really matter at that point, you know, who was it, because truly they are in cahoots. Your theory of China is interesting because China would be in their best interest to hurt Europe where the gas is going to. Yeah. But I don't know if they'd want to hurt Russia because they also hurt Russia with this leak as well because yeah. of the, they've, been in, they've been in cahoots with Russia now. even, And they continue to get closer and closer. Yeah. But again, it's not a bad suspect to look at. So. Well, and you mentioned hurting Russia, so it's like, well, why would Russia want to hurt Russia? Because Russia would want to be looked at as a victim. 
Right. So they would, and it wasn't and the thing, that bad a leak, yeah. right? Yeah. So it same wasn't like Ukraine, it took though. out the whole pipeline. Mm-hmm. But same for the Ukraine. Look, this is Sun Tzu, man. This is the art of war. You, you, I, would, I don't put it over China to do it and say, yeah, we're going to create a bit of a leak here and we're going to blame the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We're going to blame the Ukraine. We're going to blame the U.S. Because remember when Joe Biden said he's going to stop this thing and let's pull that clip? And that's why that came out. Thank you, USA. So I... I, look, I don't know, man. Cut your nose to spite your face sometimes. They all do some weird things, but, but I, it's a well, sanction. Well, it never problem. should have gone through. There should, yeah. there should never, and President Trump yeah. warned about this. Yes. And everyone was in agreement that had any common sense that why would you enrich a nation that really has it out for the world? Yeah. Russia. Yep, yep, yep. totally agree. Um, all right, let's take another quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So uh, if you haven't heard of home title theft, consider yourself lucky because that means it hasn't happened to you. But it is a real growing crime. And uh, if you take steps to protect yourself, you can avoid worrying about it. The title to your home is, in fact, the only document that proves that you own it. So once someone, they can creep online where everything is kept now. Everything is kept online so they can go on there, get it. Uh, forge your title. They can take out loans on your home or forge your name on a document stating that they are the new owner. Don't let that happen to you. You've got a special free offer right now to find out if you are already a victim. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com, enter your address. They will send you a free, no-obligation home title scan, and you'll be able to find out if someone is already camping on your home's title. Uh, you got to go there. It is HomeTitleLock.com. Use my promo code RADIO and enter your address. This is a $100 value for free. Don't miss out. HomeTitleLock.com. .com promo code radio Earlier today, uh, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin defended his new draft policies on transgender students in public schools after students staged protest. He said that uh, the policies are designed to put power back into parents' hands, but he did say that children will be able to use the bathroom of their choice if the parents are the ones who allow it. Watch. And this is a moment for us to also recognize that, that our families are so important. The, the children don't belong to the state. They belong to families. And so as, as uh, children are dealing with uh, important topics, parents have to be at the center, and that's what these policies are all about. So, Governor, when it comes to these policies, what, it, what does it say about the bathrooms, about pronouns, about the names that they were born or they were given at birth, and what does it say about sports? Well, f- first of all, it, parents have to be engaged. And if a parent is fully engaged in their, in their child's life and, in fact, authorizes a change in a name or pronoun or bathroom use, then that accommodations will be made for that student. Um, we've taken a, f- a further step to say that in sports that are actually segregated by sex, they're going to be segregated by biological sex. And I think it's fair. But, uh, <laughs> biological boys shouldn't be playing sports with biological girls. Uh, you know what else biological boys shouldn't be doing? Going to the bathroom yep. with mm-hmm. biological girls. That's a big, big, big freaking problem. You're supposed to protect all of the children, right? Not just the yeah. children with the crazy parents. So where are the children's protection? Where are the young girls' protection no. who don't want a boy in the bathroom with them? Not to jump ahead here. I want right? you to. But, but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, let's talk. Governor Youngkin, you've forgotten how you won that race. Yeah. You won that race by standing on what was right for the families, and now you're getting milk toast because well, with he's, going, sport, he's leaning too hard into parental rights because of well, well, what about the other parents who don't want that? Yeah, for their but children? it's not truly parental rights. Yeah. It's only rights for the parent who's going to go off the radar and right. off the reservation, right, right. and then all of a sudden you're going to have rape yeah. at the school grounds because the 15-year-old 
boy whose mom's kind of cray-cray, who's now pushing him to be a girl, <laughs> is going to go into the girl's bathroom and get aroused and do something stupid because he's really a guy. And so, but, but he's milk toast because on the, on the sports issue, now, you know, biological boys shouldn't, but yeah, sure, you can go check out the girls in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. If your mom allows it, mm-hmm. that's insane to me. So I think Fox News gave away the play for Youngkin. Mm. At the end of that interview, they talked about him running for president. And so what Glenn Youngkin is now trying to do is trying to play both sides of the aisle. Ah, so you hear him with comments saying, well, it's about sense. parental rights. And we as conservatives believe in parental, yeah, rights. Yeah, parental rights. But, you know, Milton Friedman says you need regulation when two or more people are involved in a deal and one or more of those people don't get a say. Mm-hmm. Well, that is exactly the yeah. bathroom situation. Yeah. One of those kids is not getting a say in the deal that you're having a dude come into your daughter's bathroom. Yep. That's where you need regulation. So he wants to play it both ways. But he's not going to get through a Republican primary if he's acting like that, because you've got to be further to the right to win, Mm -hmm. to get through the primary. He's running as if he's like a moderate Democrat right now. But it's not how he won the seat that he's in. He won the seat that he's in to go what was considered radical. I'm going to be for children, for getting pornography out of the classroom, for school choice. I'm going to be for the parent, period. And I'm with you. I did. I missed that. That he's going to run. He, he's thinking and, about and, it. But now, say, that, but that but makes, but that makes all say. the sense. That's why he's he's straddling mm-hmm. the fence. He's mm-hmm. on both sides of the fence here. And 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 hey, you know, when you look warm, look, look, you get spewed out. He, he's the governor in a state that's very near Washington D.C. Swamp fever affects people in Virginia. Sadly, it affects people in every state, especially career politicians in every state. I've watched firsthand, even at Newsmax where I worked, I've watched firsthand people you think are conservative mm-hmm. become corrupted by their quest for to be liked in the mainstream media. I want the Washington Post to like me. I want the New York Times to like me. I watch leadership at Newsmax. Just be desperate for these mainstream media outlets. I say, they're never going to like you. Yeah. I would turn to Glenn Youngkin and say, they're never going to yeah. like you, dude. You can be as milk toast as you want. You can try to play both sides of the aisle. They're never going to like you. So embrace the people, as you said, Yaku, who brought you to the dance. That's conservatives. The minute they like me, I should question myself. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so Someone proud. should take me behind the shed. <laughs> get some sense in me. I mean, I okay? don't want that to happen. Do you want me to do If it, you, it, if it you will falter, not. do you want me to take you behind the shed? <laughs> please do. Okay. Please do. Because, friend, no, please do because I will stand accountable. But you're not going to get to do that. Because Washington Post, I don't like you. Um, so I want to, as we're talking about this transgender issue, I want to uh, bring up Oklahoma Children's Hospital. This is part of the OU, Oklahoma University Health System. They provide a wide range of adolescent gender medical services. Uh, but OU Health told the Daily Caller, the current gender program is facing cuts to its available services and will stop performing, quote, certain gender medicine services, end quote, on minors. Uh, just earlier this week, the Oklahoma House of Representatives added restrictions that would prevent this uh, Oklahoma Children's Hospital from performing gender surgeries on minors at any of its locations. And it prevents uh, OU Health from using any of the $39.4 million allocated to a new mental and behavioral health facility, quote, for the benefit of any facility owned by the University Hospital's Authority or or University Hospital's Trust performing gender reassignment medical treatment on children under 18 years of age. And by the way, those treatments do include to intervene, uh, to suppress the development of their, you know, Mm. puberty, uh, basically puberty blockers, all of that are covered under this. So Oklahoma uh, hopefully making 
one of many big moves to stop the child abuse and mutilation of children. How do they even have a program like that in Oklahoma? I mean, we're, we're in Texas. There are neighbors question. to the north. Oh, I, I mean, maybe there's one or two Democrats in Oklahoma. It's about as red a state as it, it gets. It is. It is. It is the we passed our bill there, mm-hmm. and Governor Stitt is doing an amazing job. He's not getting the, the attention, and I don't think he wants it. I asked him at CPAC, and he's he, probably doesn't. He, he loves. He doesn't want the DeSantis limelight, mm-hmm. but he's knocking it out the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are the most. They've got super majority in the House, super majority in the Senate. They're as as red as can be. Um, look, I'm all for let's open up some mental institutions. Mm-hmm. Let's, there's a whole bunch of people in Washington that we can funnel to mental institutions. Let's fund, <laughs> let's fund a mental health care program and, and get all these loonies. Just for D.C. Just, just for D.C. Forget the homeless in L.A. <laughs> and New York. No. We'll go to Washington yes. and get all the Democrats. And just, look, Mark Levin says uh, you know, liberalism is a mental disorder. They need help. It really is. That's right. It they really is. Um, but, I mean, okay, so you mentioned how red Oklahoma is. I think that it's really sad here in Texas it's been really hard to get, you would think in Texas, you would have enough staunch conservatives to get stuff like this passed. And they just don't seem to have the balls to do anything. We've always struggled from a state legislature perspective in Texas. You've had speakers that side with Democrats because they're able to get elected as speaker as a moderate when you include Mm -hmm. the Democrats and they make these deals. And for as long as I can remember, and I've been in Texas 20 years now, uh, we've had a real hard time with super majorities. We don't get things done because they get weak in Austin. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Yako, do you? Are, what yeah, about I, next I, session? The, the, well, I'm concerned about the next session. Yeah. I've just been on the floor with these people, and right. I'm telling you, there's a different culture on the floor in Oklahoma. On the floor, when you're standing there, there is a pro-Oklahoma, pro-American culture, and they just get it done. And when an opposition comes, they they just steamroller it. In Texas, on the floor. It's politics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's long game career politician stuff. It's different. The next session, look, um, so goes the head, so goes the body, Sarah. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Well, in Austin. D- d- Texas, well, I should say the legislature, uh, I'd like to put you on notice because I um, have a couple things in the works and don't think that we won't be holding you accountable mm. to make sure that you do what your constituents want you to do because I can assure you uh, the majority of Texas is going to hold your feet to the fire on this particular issue. And that yep. is all that I will say about this at this time. She scared um, me. I got scared, actually. <laughs> you even should I got be, scared, Grant. and I'm you, not even the one she's talking to. <laughs> you, know, some do- you know some dogs can actually back the bark up with a bite? Yeah, mm. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> that was like my mom, like, I'm just going to speak so calmly to you right. that you don't know what to expect next. Is it, is, it wedding, is it wedding crashers where the girl goes, I will find you? You know, with the redhead, is it in wedding crashes? Probably, really? probably, But she goes, yeah. I will find you, and you go, oh, this, that, that chick's serious. Oh, yeah. She's uh, Texas legislature, I will, I will find I you. I will find you. Okay. Sarah says. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> Yesterday, New York City Mayor Eric Adams claimed that uh, New York has a brand, but Kansas doesn't. I guess, watch. We have a brand. New York has a brand. And when people see it, it means something. You know, when we go there, it's not, Kansas doesn't have a brand. (laughs) 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 When you go there, okay, you're from Kansas. (laughs) No. Well, you know what? (laughs) 
But New York has a brand. Okay. It has a brand. And that brand means diversity. Um, I don't know. I feel like the brand is rising crime and uh, dirty streets and uh, people making yeah. mass exodus and, from and, your and, state. And pedophile politicians mm -hmm. and, Releasing and, and governors that win Emmys that get taken from them. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, you got a brand and whatever good there was, you've absolutely destroyed. I was there yesterday, mm -hmm. literally, right? And walked Times Square the night before just to go kind of see. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not a brand you should be proud of, buddy. I mean, but, but the 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 haughty attitude yeah, yeah. he had there towards Kansas. Yeah, the, this, that liberal elitism right? that uh, you know they are Sickening. better than the rest of Sickening. flyover country. It certainly comes out the liberally. I'm going to take a little different take on this okay. though. So I grew up in and around New York City. Mm -hmm. you My did, family yeah. are, are still there. I'm half Italian. I worked in the construction industry in New York City. And New York did have a brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were yeah, badasses. Mm -hmm. Yes, New no, Yorkers sure. thought mm -hmm. we were badasses. Don't cross New York. And I say you very were. similar to Texans. Yeah. yeah. Where we thought the world revolved around yes. us because we could do it. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Yes. It was the big apple. And they have ruined my city. Yeah. I can't go to my city. That's I, what I mean. I, I have yeah. death threats yeah. against me, and I can't carry a firearm. I carry a firearm everywhere I go. I can't carry a firearm in New York City. They've taken away my right to defend myself and my family in that city. They have ruined it. They have homeless all over the place. Crime has run rampant. I can't have my sister ride a subway now after 6 o'clock in the evening, and you're lucky if it's even safe during the day. So you want to talk about the brand that I was actually proud of. It had a brand. Mm -hmm. New Yorkers knew that there was something special about making it in New York. They have squashed the brand. But even 9-11, if you think of the brand, it was enhanced. It was New York yeah. came together. I, yeah. That's when I arrived in the U.S. So I agree with you a thousand percent. It had a brand. Giuliani and cleaning up, just cleaning up Broadway, bringing all right. that kind of stuff. But, but two nights ago, Grant, I'm telling you, buddy, the trash. Oh. Mm -hmm. The trash. You can't walk the sidewalks because of the trash. You got to walk in the street around the trash. It, it is sad what has happened. Are to we New allowed York. to curse on this program? Sure, why not? The swear jar is not here. So I made page six. It was one of my proudest moments. I made page six in the New York Post. This is right around Christmas. I couldn't go to my own Christmas party for Newsmax because I wasn't vaccinated. And New York City shut me out of the park. So I was angry. I'm walking down the street. And I said, New York City has become an absolute mm -hmm. hole. And that's what it is. Mm -hmm. My home city that I was so proud of is an absolute mm -hmm. hole. And I don't know how else to explain it but mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it is really sad. You mentioned uh, your sister not being able to ride the subway after, what did you say, 6 p.m.? Yeah. So uh, Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams said New York subway cars will be outfitted with surveillance cameras uh, amid, uh, I don't know why, significantly decreased ridership. Uh, perhaps it could be the public sphere of crime because uh, all of the, the crime levels have risen, but uh, subway ridership levels have dropped 60% mm -hmm. since before the pandemic. Um, obviously, there's been robberies, uh, stabbings, uh, and not to mention, you guys touched on it, but it, within the subway systems, uh, the homeless people urinating, you know, defecating just right there. So They're living is, on the trains. They're living yeah. in the subway. Yeah. This is how delusional they are. They want to put up surveillance cameras. Those are great. They'll catch the killer after I'm dead. Okay? They don't yeah. stop crime. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. only help you catch the criminal after they stabbed you in the throat. So how about you increase police? Instead, they still continue to defund the police. I mean, I call it that, but that's exactly what they're doing is cops are fleeing that department and they don't let citizens carry to protect themselves. Well, and plus, once they, let's say they do apprehend the criminal, how quickly will the criminal just be released 
you know, into back into the streets. Right. No, same so they day. Don't, they don't want to it's criminalize anything. It's almost as anything. bad as Illinois now. I mean, same day. You know, I, I, I went to Times Square on purpose because I went there for a different reason. But I just wanted to go feel the city, mm -hmm. right, and see. And I, I have a love for that city. And I walk up to a police officer, an NYPD officer, right, and I tell him, mm -hmm. I kid you not, I said, thank you for your service. And he was in shock. Mm. Yeah. Absolute shock. So I turn the corner. I go, you know, Broadway, and uh, sorry, Times Square, and I run into him again. And there's a female officer, and he's like, hey, tell her. He tells me, wow. tell her. And I go, ma'am, thank you for your service, mm -hmm. right? And I tell him, I'll tell you again. Thank you. But they were in shock. And it just so hit me. I go, you ask yourself, obviously he's serving because he really wants to serve. Yeah. Right? But it's sad. It's, it's sad what has happened in Yeah, that you city. have to wonder how, how much longer the good cops will continue to, to be there, right? Before it just gets overrun by all of the corrupt ones that we don't want. It's just going to be them, because how long can a good cop survive in such a corrupt and gross city like that? You know, uh, I'm grateful to have a huge following of law enforcement. And I tell them now, if you work in L.A., Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, any of these liberal cities, I would not work there. Mm -hmm. you, your life is in danger. I'm not mean mm -hmm. from the criminals. Your life is in danger from overzealous prosecutors that want to put you in jail yeah. for doing your job. Get out while you still can. Let those... Let them fend for themselves and see what it's like to take away people's Second Amendment and not have police. Mm. That'll be a lesson. Yeah. And when you dial 911 and no one shows and up. And no one shows up. Right. Yeah. Which we were just talking about on the program yesterday. I mean, that is, a, that is a real thing that's happening right now. We talked about the crime rates in New Orleans. They, they're hiring, like, uh, I think it was New Orleans that's hiring uh, civilians to, to help them investigate things because they can't keep cops on the streets because why would a cop become a cop yeah. in New Orleans right now? Um, so it's really scary to see. I, I don't know what, uh, I don't know how you fix it. I think, to, to, and this is, this is sad to say, but sometimes let them pick their poison. Yeah. You, this is what you want. You have it. All that's the good what people get out of the inner city. Yeah, that's what happened in, in, in Chop and Chaz and Chop and the whole deal. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you want to take a city? Right, right. Now you don't have power. Now right. you don't yeah. have food. No, but you need to feed us. No, you're on your own now. Right. Yeah. You know, so, well, I, I look at California as well. You know, I do radio in California, Los Angeles, and, and my co-host gets so mad at me because I said, you know what? If it was me, you ought to just leave. And if everybody left California, mm -hmm. there's no state left. Mm -hmm. Like they'd have to change. You let free markets work and, and you start bringing in new ideas, conservative ideas and bring the people back to California because it's a beautiful state. Yeah. Yeah. But but everybody ought to just leave. And leave the politicians there. Now, how are you going to pay for it? That's yeah. what happened in Greece. Yeah. Greece taxed yeah. the rich uh, to the point where they said, well, we're gone. There were no rich left to yep. tax. Yep. And Greece collapsed. Yep. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, all right. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be back. I know I say that all the time, and people. Virgin Atlantic, uh, the airline that boasts that it champions those who see the world differently, just announced today that male pilots and crew can wear women's clothing if they prefer. So previously, before this, male staff on the planes wore burgundy trousers and blazers and the women wore red jackets and skirts. But now... Both sexes will have the option of wearing the other sexes. Is Richard Branson still involved? Clothes? I was going to ask this. There's Richard no way Branson he's going still, for this. No. There's Can't no be. way. There's no the way. The adventurer, the man that's broken how many bones in his body. and He loves women. 
Does Richard Branson, I want to I want to check this out. The audience would know. Does he still own Virgin Airlines? So, I can't no, know. So when it. I was working as a reporter in Dallas and Virgin Atlanta came to DFW, I interviewed Richard Branson on the plane. And, and he says one of the great things about our airline is we have huge space for your carry-ons. And he opens mm-hmm. up the the above, you know, storage mm-hmm. space, and there's a beautiful flight attendant lying in the storage yes, space. Yes, I remember that. that She's is laying so in the, funny. In the, she was laying in, in the, the storage space. That's, that's true. hilarious. That is not a guy who's saying, I want my pilots dressing as women. No. That's a great no. point. Okay, no. well now, did you find it? He's, look, he's still looking. We have 13 seconds. Uh-oh. No, it's in part now owned by Delta. I don't think he's involved he's anymore. He must not be. No. See, he that's must not it. Be. 49%. All right. Delta took 49% stake. So no, Richard, no, I agree with you. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.